1: FM to get started. Today on Marvel Movie News, the nominees are in, and uh, I can't get this envelope open. But we're going to talk about everything that Black Panther was nominated for at the Academy Awards. We're going to be talking spoiler free about The Punisher Season 2. Endgame got some new, there's some new leaks. Don't worry, no spoilers. We're going to be very careful. The Black Knight may be coming. So much to talk about today on marvel movie news welcome to popcorn talk featuring movie discussion news and interviews popcorn talk we talk movies and now here's popcorn talks marvel movie news oh hello merry marvel lights and welcome back to marvel movie news coming to you live from the punisher's battle van i just <laughs> like saying it that way battle van yeah, you gotta that? you gotta go oh, punish your grabs and the gravel.
0: If Frank Castle gets into your van, it automatically becomes a battle
1: van. <laughs> a battle <laughs> van. Uh, welcome to Marvel Movie News on Popcorn Talk. Uh I'm Zach Wilson. Amy Cassandra Martinez is here. Christian Blatt is in the house. Howdy. Uh, Howdy. we've got Marissa in the booth. Culpa Doe tweeting from the Star Jammer. Hey a few ways that you can keep up with the podcast while you're not listening to it actively, which you're doing right now, which I appreciate. You can find us on Twitter, at Marvel News PTN, or at The Popcorn Talk. If you tweet a link to the show to one of those networks, you'll get some likes and some retweets. (sighs) Now we've got that business out of the way. Let's let's start this show. Oh, there is so much Marvel stuff. Thank you, chat, for joining us. Um, Mm -hmm. we got to start this show. I don't want to start on a low note. This is not a low note. This is an exciting note because Mm -hmm. some of you were here last week, so you know this is Amy's Last show with us, at least yeah. regularly.
2: Yes. But what a show, though. I'm so excited about what we're going to be yeah. talking about today. But
1: Amy is moving on to amazing new things. Yes. Um, this is a good thing, everybody. Yes. Um, it's and- the Marvel curse <laughs> that the hosts of this show are so awesome <laughs> that they just lose enough time to just yell about Marvel every week.
2: You know, yeah. But I will still be on the Popcorn Talk Network um, I know people were freaking out on Box Office Breakdown, but you guys can see me there Sunday nights, uh, mm, or afternoons actually. It's at five. We used to go on later, so I'm used to saying it's night. the
0: evening time. It's, yeah,
2: yeah, it's the evening. Uh huh. And it depends on where you're watching us from, but yeah, I'll still be there, and then still on AfterBuzz uh, on Netflix Picks.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, should. We just get into the show. I want yes. to make sure you guys are aware. There's some cool stuff. Stick around. We've got a new segment coming up. Um, oh, I guess I should say while we're talking about Amy leaving, um, Christian. Hi. Uh, Christian. I've Black, been
0: here before. Remember? Me? Been here
1: before, uh, <laughs> Christian, as well as Zia Anderson, who Yay! you may know, will be joining the panel every week. From here on out.
0: That's right. Yes. We're very excited to be talking Marvel movies in addition to talking about Marvel TV over on our sister network, uh, After Buzz on Sunday nights. And uh, we're very excited to be here. We're going to miss Amy, whom we also love from that show in the past. It's been we great. just we always say goodbye to you. You
2: know, I know, and I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. But, but she says goodbye. We're still
0: here. I say
1: hello. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. See? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, Christian and Z will be with us every week. They're going to, so it's going to be the three of us like getting into the deep and gritty on Marvel. Um, and mm-hmm. there's some new stuff that we're planning out that's going to, we're going to make this show really exciting. We're going to get you guys involved as well um, in, in, in some fun ways. So stick around. Some of that will be, you'll be seeing today. Some of it you'll be hearing about in the next few weeks. Oh boy. Let's get started. Okay. Our first topic, the big news of the week black panther was nominated for not one not two not three seven academy awards which seven for black panther nine total for marvel movies this year because infinity war also got one and into the spider-verse also got one absolutely crazy Mm -hmm. Um, oh wait does
0: spider Verse get two? I might have messed up my count. It definitely got best animated.
2: Yeah.
1: Did it get uh, I I Let me see. I'm uh I'm checking my No, it only got the one. I thought for a moment I was like, did Music? it get nominated for no. writing? No, it didn't no, it didn't. No, no, it no. Did, didn't. Uh, it deserved it, but it didn't get it. Uh, I think I dreamed of that anyway <laughs> but we're not but we're not this is not a negative thing because we're celebrating how much Black Panther did get nominated and let's go through each one of these categories and talk about this amazing feat like not just like this like obviously Black Panther is it is wonderful it's one of the most diverse like movies like it's, it's putting people in front of the camera in front of a wider audience than you've ever seen for uh to represent this this very, this like African and African American audience that people don't usually get to see, but also as nerds, comic book movies front and center. Yeah, um, the big one, of course, Best Picture. Best very... Picture for a Marvel movie.
2: No stupid popular category.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very glad that they didn't do that yeah. category. They talked about Best Popular Film, mm-hmm. and uh, I like that they got it out of the way too. I was actually awake when they were uh, announcing the nominees. And they say black. Okay, I'm like okay, so black Klansmen. And they're like Black Panther. I'm like whoa. They already told me. So now yeah. So that's very exciting that it got nominated for best picture.
1: Yeah. So let's talk uh, a shot. Like so, here. Let's go through the categories first because we. I'm so I'm so excited, you guys. This is very exciting. Um, we got best picture, best costume design.
2: I'm um, Ruth E. Carter. Shout out to her. Not that wow. I personally know her, but uh, I thought you did the way no, you were doing that. No, but like I I. I did a video for geek bomb. You guys are welcome to check that out where we really broke down everything with the Oscar nominations and the snubs and yeah, just doing a lot of research and figuring out like, wow, a lot of records were broken. Yeah. So Ruthie Carter. Yeah.
1: Um, Sound editing, sound mixing. Don't ask us to, to to go over the difference. It's, Way too. I don't even know if sound
0: editors know the difference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so, uh, best original score, best production design, and best original song for "All the Stars" I by Kendrick understand. Lamar. Yeah. Um. So let's go through best picture. Okay. What do you guys do? You think it has a shot? I'll tell you why
0: I think it does. There are two movies that I, that would make the point. One. Titanic, the other Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Those are both very popular movies. Not your sure Titanic was a period piece, but come on, it was a it was a big summer blockbuster. And the fact that the Lord of the Rings won, I think it's entirely possible. You look at the other the other films in the category, you're like, all right, those, some of those are a little bit more traditional. Black Clansman, yeah.
1: Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. which won the Golden Globe, um, mm-hmm. the favorite Green Book, which t- took home the Producers Guild Award. Right. Uh, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice.
0: Yeah, realistically, if I was putting all my money on the one of those, I think I'll win. It's A Star is Born. But I think Black Panther has a very real chance to win. And uh, I think if, you know, enough of the Academy sees it, I think they'll be like, wow, that superhero movie that I didn't know anything about mm-hmm. was really impressive.
1: I think it would have had a better shot if it had come out more recently. That it True, was fresh it's in a people's really people's minds. Point. Yeah, it's almost, it, well, by the time the awards happen, it'll be a year. But this is a really open like whereas a lot of years you're like oh well these two movies are really like the big favorites and like the others are really dark horses but this one like bohemian rhapsody i think uh uh, the news about brian singer which we don't need to get into even though like yes he is effective uh he is a marvel director at this point and like but uh, uh, i don't want to give that guy any more lip service that he needs um but in the in, like, I think that is actually going to hurt Bohemian Rhapsody and take it out of the running for Best Picture for the Oscars because voting has still not happened, right? For the majority of members, um, and that so that as like what would have been one of the favorites, I think takes it out. Green Book is another big favorite, but none of these are really like this one. Maybe Roma, but even that has like Academy members on the run because it's a Netflix film.
0: Correct? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and the whole well, I, I don't know. I feel like. Some people, okay, a lot of people I've read on Twitter, which I was very disappointed to see, were surprised that Black Panther was nominated in the first place. So I wonder how many of the people voting are a little bit like, what? Like, I don't know about now. I don't know if I want to vote for them. Um, I, positively thinking, I do hope that it has a shot, just because... It is beautiful, like stunning. The plot was amazing. The actors were fantastic. I know a lot of people were uh, surprised that, you know, we didn't get any more nominations on, you know, like Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, all of those. Um, But I feel like maybe Vice, Vice could take it. I don't know about Bohemian Rhapsody, but if not, like I I obviously want Black Panther to win
1: it's still a superhero movie and like it is like one of the most high like grade superhero movies like the sh- like it's a shakespearean tale mm-hmm. told via like superpowered right. like
2: How humans cool.
1: in a, in, a, in a futuristic african city it's but like it it's those intricacies it's the political commentary and like the acting is spot on like if anybody i think from the movie earned a nomination i think it was michael b jordan yeah. sure. um for at least for acting. Um, the fact that Ryan Coogler didn't pull a directing nomination I think hurts its chances. It, su- it suggests that the Academy is not going to go for it. But it's just because it's so... there's Because there's no standout, I think that's what gives it a shot. Okay, but let's keep going through the other yeah. nominations that we got. So we've got um, Best uh, Costume Design. And this is one that I think, as you were saying, like mm-hmm. Ruthie Carr, I think it has a genuinely good shot at Mm -hmm. because the costumes are very unique and, like, people will remember it for Mm -hmm. the costumes and it's up against, like, a good field, but, like, Ballad of Buster Scruggs was, is a Western, Mm -hmm. had interesting things, but nothing, like, new and groundbreaking necessarily. The favorite, period piece, Mary Poppins.
2: Mary Poppins was nice, but it's, I mean, you can kind of lump Mary Poppins, Mary Queen of Scots, and the favorite as, like, Period pieces.
1: In so I'm sort of like banking on, like, okay, well, Black Panther of those is definitely the most unique.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it definitely stands out in terms of, you know, just visually what was accomplished. Whereas, you know, Mary Poppins, you're like, okay, so they kind of look like they did in the movie from
1: 50 years ago. Yeah, right? yeah. So. it was great recreation of those, of sure. that feeling, but it's a recreation as opposed to Black Panther, right. where you've created, you've created a culture through your costumes Mm -hmm. and that's what's so impressive about Mm -hmm. that to me similarly to production design
2: oh
1: um you've got black panther the favorite first man mary poppins and roma um this is another one where black panther is definitely the most unique amongst these because it's creating a world Mm -hmm. first man was bringing the past to life the, so, as it was with the favorite mary poppins to an extent roma um i haven't seen roma so i roma don't really know is anything
2: gorgeous gorgeous but i don't know about production design i i don't know i feel like black panther gave us so much that we had never seen before yeah. even as far as comic book movies go which sometimes i feel like that has a negative connotation where people outside of our nerddom don't really take it seriously mm. so i just i don't know i don't think i'm biased at all because we're here <laughs> um but yeah i feel like production design easy Bl- um, best picture too i would say yeah
1: again the production design created a world yeah like that's the difference is like you you were starting from scratch yes comic books you had as a as a reference point but the but like they created a country <laughs> a unique country that doesn't exist but felt real futuristic yet grounded it mm-hmm. it all is there and
0: within the country you have the different communities the different areas yes. of Wakanda that they went to so it's so rich that mm-hmm. you get you know and it's the amount of detail that did not need to be paid it still would have been a very believable movie just look at the, 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 the
1: jabari's home exactly. which had its own yeah. feel and it definitely felt like unique to where they were every yeah yeah
0: so i i think that it has a real shot for that for sure
1: yeah um Sound editing and sound mixing, again, I don't really know. I forget that every year I forget the difference. I've had it explained to to me and yeah, I don't remember. Um, But the sound design in the movie was good.
0: Yeah, great. I mean, it uh, sounded I'm great in the theater. I'm not going to pretend to be able so, to give you a perspective. Sounds great obviously. on my TV as well. You know, when I watch the the Blu-ray. So yeah, uh, yeah uh, I think it's they did up, a great job.
1: Yeah, it's up against. I don't know. If Rhapsody, it's like, Quiet Place, First Man, Roma, A Star Is Born, across the two categories. I mean, yeah.
2: the only other one that I'd be like, well, that one's also really good, and people might find funny as a Quiet Place, just because.
1: Sound oh, becomes so a big part good. of it. Yeah, And yeah. The Star is Born, similarly, uh, I mean, sound is a big part of it because it's a music-based Bohemian sure. Rhapsody,
2: you can say the same thing. Yes, but... exactly. Mm.
1: Um, let's keep going through. Uh, original score. It is up against uh, Black Klansman. Okay. If Beale Street Could Talk, so Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. Hmm. So... Um, I actually, listen. I haven't seen a few
0: of those movies, I, but uh, I feel like I feel like this is one where it doesn't stand out as in something that the academy's
1: gonna the score towards. yeah, the score was good. It did not bad at all. It didn't but, pop out to me the yeah. same way as like the soundtrack I've listened to a hundred times at sure this point. Um,
2: I thought actually, I thought the score was really, really well done. I've seen all of them except Isle of Dogs and if Beale Street could talk is actually really, really iconic, I would say the music. but I'm also like, well, Black Panther was so epic. Yeah.
1: And Isle of Dogs does have a good score. It's mm-hmm. Wes Anderson. So, like, music yeah. is like, mm-hmm. the, the, it's always, his, his music is always good. Always great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this is a sort of a, a toss up as far as I'm sure that somebody who knows more about the, the category and the voting mm-hmm. has a better idea. And, like, when I have to do an Oscar poll, I'll do all that research and I'll be like, yeah, it's this one. <laughs> um, original song All the Stars. <sighs> I want to say it's got a good shot. it's Kendrick Lamar like the like the academy does like to award like popular artists who like create a song for a movie like mm-hmm. historically like you get that a lot um I was the three six mafia I was, was, this is the next thing like hmm? oh, <clears> throat> that throat> was for a crash it. right? no, that was for um. Hustle and flow. Thank you, you. hustle and flow. It was like Terrence Howard. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, It was hustle and flow, and I just remember this. I was like Martin Scorsese hadn't won an Oscar, (laughs) and John Stewart coming out, three six mafia one Oscar, Martin Scorsese zero. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so like. I think that I think it has a shot but I think A Star is Born is probably going to take it. I think if there's it.
0: anything that that's a lock to win A Star is Born it's yeah. it's best it's original song cuz yeah. it has an original song that uh, really stays with people after they see the film.
1: Yeah. yeah. And All the Stars is great but it is not as integral to the movie yeah. as obviously the music of A Star is Born. Yeah.
0: But it's more integral yes. to my life, so you know <laughs> I'll give it a vote if anyone allows
1: um, me. So <laughs> we're predicting. So at, to sum up, we're predicting that Black Panther will probably will very is a very good shot at costume design and production design, uh, an outside chance at Best Picture. Sure. The others are like a much more dark horse mm-hmm. chance.
2: But isn't it great, though, that we got to this point already? I mean, seven I'm nominations so is
1: amazing. Yeah. And yeah. so to continue with the, with the Oscar talk, mm-hmm. there's still two more awards that Marvel's up for, mm-hmm. which I think it has an even better shot at winning than these. Yes. I'd say both
0: of them, for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, nominated for yes. Best Animated Feature. Absolutely. I think that's a gimme. That's like, if if you yeah. were betting, man, it's just like, put all of it on spider verse mm-hmm. i like i liked isle of dogs i liked uh wreck it ralph 2 and incredibles 2 but like all of them were m- semi forgettable yeah you can Whoa. usually count on the pixar movie but they're this not is a not that doesn't mean they're bad but like
2: but i don't think i don't think wreck it ralph was forgettable
1: that's fair. But I did really, is, I did really like Wreck-It Ralph too, and this I is I, I, that's a little stronger than I meant it.
2: Okay, because um, I love. But like, Ralph's Incredibles and two was
1: fun, but I'm I don't feel any urge to rewatch it. Right, I don't I feel do. the urge. And they're both
0: sequels. It's like okay, we've seen both of those before. I'm talking about Academy voters, not us as yep. moviegoers. Yeah. And uh, Into the Spider Verse is like, well, that's completely different than anything I've ever seen before. So I think anybody that actually takes the time to see it would be like, oh, I, I liked Wreck-It Ralph, I liked Incredibles, but I loved Spider-Verse because it just, you know, just visually alone, it, it's so unique.
1: Yeah, and I'm curious, chat, um, uh, we'll get back to you, we'll get to you in a minute, and Amy, mm-hmm. if you can keep track yes. of their response, which category of, of all these nine awards do you think has the best shot, best or which few have the best shots at taking a home an Academy Award for Marvel? Um but yeah, I mean, it's just Spider-Verse was new. And Isle of Dogs is an original movie, which I always want to be like, give original movies yeah. their chances. Because mm-hmm. um, Wes Anderson just built something from nothing. But Spider-Verse takes like the, the Spider-Man story and does it in such a unique way that I've literally, I ha- can't see it enough times. I it's want to see so it. Good. I want to be watching it right now. <laughs> I uh, am right now. This, okay. is, this is not actually me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, And I haven't seen Mirai, um, Mamoru Hosada's uh, film, uh, or he's the producer, or he or she's the producer. Um, It's a, a I I believe, Japanese movie. I just, I haven't had a chance to see it this year.
2: I have already started, though, um, watching as many as possible. So, like, if you guys are, you guys are welcome to join, too. I know we'll do this for Box Office Breakdown, but just printing out all of the nominations and trying to see how many you can watch. Just so you know. Be in the I, w-
1: I wish I had time to do. That. I would love to watch all of them. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, instead of like watching, I don't know, I don't know something else. that I gotta that watch up. The
0: Punisher. But uh, well, other well, than of that. course.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh, of course. That's After the thing, that, every
1: mean, week. There's something. There's I had always to, I had to watch. New. The Runaways, and then I have to watch The <laughs> Punisher, and then and there's two Firefest documentaries. It's true. <laughs> uh, like, I still we haven't have to, seen that. You yeah. don't have time <laughs> to talk about those. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last and the last one, and this is one I think is a very good chance visual effects for Infinity War. Yeah. I
0: absolutely.
1: think of all, to, to be honest, like Spider-Verse, uh, like uh, maybe for a top, but like this one, I think the visual effects in this movie are so deserving mm-hmm. of the Academy Award. And it's all based, and I, and I pulled a picture just so we could look at it, on Thanos. Everything else around it is good. It's up like, uh, we're up, like, it's up against Solo, as well as like uh, Christopher Robin, and um what were the what were the the other ones that were uh, it's up against uh Uh, first man and ready player one ready player one had like so many visual effects in it from so many different genres in that and to create that world i see why it's there christopher robin the the characters were very emotive and and like they felt like they were little plush toys that you could reach out and play with they were very good all of them i didn't see first man admittedly um and solo and Infinity War sort of put on the same keel as far as like general special effects, but Thanos alone, to me, and I'm curious what you guys think, Thanos was brought to life so effectively and emotionally between Josh Brolin's performance and the visual effects to make the that grimace looking face <laughs> come to life. Mm-hmm. That is a, a groundbreaking achievement as mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I I agree. I think it's it's especially difficult. I mean, you you could say the same thing about Ready Player 1, but bringing so many different characters technically from other movies like in and um and in and Infinity War you also had Rocket, and you also had Groot, and you had to like worry about everyone looking cohesively okay together or not not okay, but better than okay. And yeah, I agree. I think Thanos seeing him for the first time just like Right there in our screens, big screens. I think they did a really, really good job.
0: Yeah, just how believable he is interacting with live actors when you know that that's not what was on the set. Uh, I think it's very impressive and it's uh, definitely a a testament to the uh, visual effects of just how convincing he was.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, it comes down to like, I genuinely connected with Thanos, like, as a villain.
2: I'm scared. What are you? Well, trying don't let to... Zap
1: snack his, snap his
0: fingers. because
1: okay. the, the best, the best, especially superhero movies are great because of their villains. And we've talked. I, I know I've talked about that in the past. But like, it, it, a great hero is wonderful, but they, it doesn't work if you don't have an equally impressive villain. And when you have the entirety of the Marvel universe, you need a, a villain who is just as magnetic. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not Magneto. <laughs> um as the entire Marvel hero team. And Thanos was that effective. You as much as you you're like, you're gonna kill trillions of people, but I kinda see your side of it. And you well, like when he's like in the scene um on on Boromir, when like you genuinely feel emotion for him, whether you agree with mm-hmm. him or not yeah. is yeah. Uh, that's a different story. But you can see his emotions on this animated face. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. that's impressive.
0: I mean, you what you get is you're sort of talking about great villains. You obviously you get it in you get it in Black Panther with Killmonger, and you mentioned Magneto. It's like all of them. Okay, so map out what your plan is. Okay, up until a point it starts to make sense and then it always crosses into the taking it a little bit too far you know with Magneto it's wiping out all of humankind and just having mutants with Killmonger well, he gets a little carried away and also we have Thanos where he's just like I'm just gonna get rid of half of it because there's too many people Uh magic so, oh, is you there you had me up until that point yeah. but then you're gonna kill you know trillions of people, yeah. and also some of my favorite superheroes. So, I am not okay with that. He's but, like,
1: but it's like he's an environmentalist. Anyway, <laughs> we could get into all this. Yeah. Like, his methods are bad, but his his goal is... Hey, he it, does get results. Let's let's give him that. <laughs> uh, yep. Pretty much. Um, Alright, well that's gonna do it for our Academy Awards talk. Uh, Amy, what does the chat think is the best chance to win?
2: Um, uh, people are saying that... Mm, between Ready Player and Ready Player One and um, Endgame, we're still not really sure here. Uh, they're all very impressed with Thanos CGI. Um, also, uh, Spider Verse. Yeah, people yeah. are really loving that one. Um, people did like Wreck It Ralph though. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean to sound like saying, I didn't like so Wreck It Ralph. Zach I loved that Wreck-It movie. No! It's Wait, not I'm as kidding. special as
0: Spider Verse. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, yeah, it's
2: special in our hearts, and I, I totally get that. Not um, my heart. What? My yes, heart's it is. black.
1: Oh no, it's not <laughs> dead inside. Well, it's <laughs> I'm going to take Black Heart hey, and use a that minute. to transition. Okay, no, okay. I love it into the next story because that was a clean, just like transition point. Because Black Heart, let's talk about Black Knight, please. Yes, let. Um, this rumor had surfaced a little while ago, but now there's a little bit more evidence to it. Um, there uh, is a theory that Black Knight is going to be in Avengers Endgame. And here's the evidence, and I'll let you – I'll see what you guys think of it. Uh, Marvel has started sending out solicits for their True Believers line of comics that are coming out in April. If you're not familiar, True Believers line is the – they they are reprint – they do reprints of old issues, like classic stories that you can buy for a buck. Um, It's really cool. It's a cool way to like just like – if you like physically reading comics to pick up and read, and they do it digitally as well. All of these old like Avengers stories or like first issues of characters, um, and they usually are in line with hey the, the, this TV show is coming out, this character is appearing in a movie, and there are two that they've classified. They're like we can't tell you what these are because they're spoilers. To even tell you what these reprints are would spoil Endgame. But there's also two issues that are unexplained: uh, Avengers seventy one and Avengers three forty three, both of which heavily feature uh dane whitman the third black knight and so now people are like is black knight an end game why are we getting two of these reprinted uh that's really as far as the evidence goes um but uh yeah we can take a look this is uh avengers 73 uh which is being reprinted and features the black knight um it's gonna be we're gonna be seeing that um I believe this one also is like has a story called Endgame in it. I think it was this one. One of them has it. Nice. I like that. Um,
2: Sons of the Serpent strike. Well, yeah.
1: I, I, for one,
0: am very excited about the idea that Black Knight would be in there because he's not a beloved character for a lot of people. But as I was telling Zach before we did the show, when I read the Avengers in the mid-80s, he was a permanent member of the team for years. Uh, it's sort of an interesting uh, mi- mismatch of a, of a lineup that they had, but I actually really like that character and I can't say I've been clamoring for him to get his own movie, but the idea that he could show up in something like this, I think that's great I, I can't wait to see how they use him if they yeah. do for for anyone
1: who isn't familiar with the Black Knight, which I imagine a lot of people are not um there there are three versions there this one that that appears in those issues is Dane Whitman who was is uh, a modern day black Knight right um was a hero um his uncle was the second black knight who was a villain and fought iron man and like fought the and they so the avengers attacked this new black knight thinking he was the same villain returned um but dane's a good guy he ends up joining the avengers for a while um uh he rides a horse he has this, like, oh. he has a, so, he has a sword, like, he, this, He's like, the like black, a black Knight, sword, like, genuinely, yeah. like, is, like, all this stuff is rooted in, like, Arthurian <laughs> yep. legend. Like, he travels back in time at one point and meets Merlin and Arthur and, like, it's a whole thing. Um, the original Black Knight was from Arthurian times, like, Sir Percy of Scandia. Um, I think if we're going to get the Black Knight with all these time travel theories in the air, mm-hmm. I think they go too far and they wind up. Meeting Black Sir Percy won. in like they they wind up in like ancient England fighting like actual knights and like we get a <laughs> moment of the Black Knight. Yeah. And like as a fun, like what the hell just happened yeah. kind of thing. Um, that would be my theory. Yeah. Um, and then there's a rumor, there was a rumor that Guy Ritchie was developing a Captain Britain movie. Captain Britain uh-huh. has a lot of. Think, uh, meets up with the Black Knight a lot in the comics so he could so the theory is that Black Knight would be a secondary character in the Captain Britain movie.
2: I mean could be cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious to see what we're going to really um see in theaters in the next few years because we don't know. Like yeah. everything's extremely up in the air especially with you know Guardians um not going to yeah. you know, not happening anytime soon. Um I would be game for it. I think Orlando Bloom wanted to play
0: Captain Britain. Captain, I do yeah. remember that at some you, point in you, the past year. Too
2: scrawny. <laughs> well, I mean, get some protein in yeah, him. You, and if he, he can bulks work up, out. maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah I, you know, I never would have guessed uh, Chris Pratt to be a superhero. <gasps> so, think about what he looked like when Andy he was. Dwyer yeah, looked
2: when fantastic. he was on Parks and
0: Rec season one, did you think he's going to be a superhero? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, you did. Uh-huh. I didn't. <laughs> so you know, people can change their body type. That's my point. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Fair. I yeah. just, it's a lot easier to, like, slim down <laughs> than it is to, like, add, like, 60 <laughs> pounds of mass. muscle. Um, at least the, if you're going for the original yeah. Captain mm-hmm. Britain look, which, I mean, he was a World War II fighter just like Captain America. Yeah. You don't need to retread on that story, so I don't know yeah. what they would do with a Captain Britain yeah. modern era story. Who, it could be anything.
2: Well, who would you guys and viewers watching, who would you guys like to see play Captain Britain? Oh, oh I I
1: like man. That. There's... It's a good question. Um, There's hmm. so many just like British actors. Jason, we've already Statham. taking a lot of. <laughs> just go with them. Yes, if if all the British actors are going to play American yes. heroes, then we're going to take one back. <laughs> Let's get Army Hammer in yes, there. Yes, there you
0: go. The Lone Ranger himself, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Throw an American into yeah. the one British role. <laughs> Yeah, that'll show them. Uh, um, all right, let's 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 keep moving. Um, so this story, so some of you may have seen this week, um, and I'm going to be very careful about how we talk about this. There were a bunch of more toy spoilers leaked this week. We're not going to show any of the photos because I don't believe in showing you guys those. If you want to find them, they're very easy. Just type in Avengers Endgame Toy Spoilers. You'll find them very quickly. Um, but there was a few pieces. So minor... Potential spoilers ahead. Minor. I'm not. So there were some character reveals. We're not going to say those on the air. Um, There's like one big like I didn't know that person was going to be in the movie. Same here. That the toy revealed. Um, You can look it up if you'd like to. The the costumes that they show, which have we which have been shown a little bit, those like the the jumpsuits that were on the back. Yeah. yeah. So there's more. So like it seems like those are probably real, but we got a better look at them. Um, and it's just because they sparked some cool theories that people have been talking about, and I want to talk about them. So you guys know to turn down the the volume if you want to avoid these like potential minor spoilers. Minor spoilers. But um, here, uh, Marissa, can we change the the back wall to red? Let's let people know so they can just like look at the screen and know. Yeah, yeah there. Look we at go. that. So when the lights turn back to blue, you'll know that you're yeah. you're safe from this these is a red spoilers. alert. Um, so the main thing that we saw is, um, you saw we saw a couple different toys. We saw toys for Thor, Black Widow, Hulk. Uh, we saw Hulk, Captain America, and then some, and then Spider Man and Black Panther. Spider Man and Black Panther got special stickers that yeah. said "inspired by Infinity War," which sort of implies they're almost not in the movie because their toys were in, were they're in the same costumes they were when they got snapped, and whether they show up at all, they, they had to get a designation of yeah. like, this is not from this movie. It's basically from Infinity War, but it's the same line of toys. It's an interesting distinction.
0: It's an interesting distinction, which, uh, you know, there's you can look at it a number of ways. Maybe they're not in the movie. Maybe it's just right there on the package to not ruin right now ahead of the movie. Yeah, maybe like, like, being, oh my God, they're
1: definitely in it. They're re- being yeah. real smart about yeah. how they
0: market it. Now, of it. course, we've all seen a trailer for an upcoming Spider-Man movie. So, you know, if he were to be in this movie... I would not be shocked if he were to yeah. be in a lot of the movie. I yeah. wouldn't be stunned, but I, I know I know what you're saying. It, it, the, he might not be, you know. And uh, I think to if they did go to the effort of just putting that sticker on the toys to throw people off the scent, uh, my hats off to them for for uh, yeah. you know for the MacGuffin.
1: Um, the other things that were in there that were interesting, um, the 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 as I said, the, the costumes, the armor, which we see um, Thor in that white armor and we see hulk in that white armor which is very really cool so the the armor a lot of people pointed out looks like the it's similar to what hank pym was wearing in when he went into the quantum realm right so this sort of implies that all that those suits are specifically so that they can go into the quantum realm which adds up with a lot yeah. of our theories yeah. about what the movie's going to do. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, we were already thinking that.
1: Yeah, but the fact that the Hulk is wearing armor has so many cool implications. So the big theory online is that we're getting Professor Hulk, which is there's like a run at one. I mean, he, he, the Hulk becomes smart at, at certain points.
0: Periodically, he's, he becomes smart. I'm not smart. a
1: huge fan of smart Hulk. I don't even necessarily like Hulk, like talking Hulk. The amount that we got in Thor Ragnarok was, was my limit for for like talking for like responsive hulk mm-hmm. as is opposed that... to the version of bruce banner and the hulk that i love is about the duality situation the the fury <coughs> personified that the hulk brings and that and that's that rage unleashed that's what i was connected to um, is some is like letting out an emotion that you can't control do you guys like the idea of a of an a, an intelligent a Hulk that has the intelligence of Bruce Banner? Yeah. Being in the movie, do you want to see that on in in Endgame?
2: I want to see everything. <laughs> so that's a trick question, I think. Yes, and yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I
0: think it would be interesting to see, but I'm with you, and I prefer him to sort of be medium smart. I don't like when he's when he's just Hulk smash everything. I like when you can at least reason with him to an extent. Like, hey, you need to help us. Okay. Hulk will. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I like that level. Uh, If they do Professor Hulk, it will certainly be interesting, but it is not my first choice.
1: Yeah. What I'm betting more on is something along the lines of there was a run of comics a few years ago called indestructible hulk which i was, was was one of my favorite runs of hulk i've ever read which was bruce banner wanting to wanting to make his legacy about more than being just the hulk mm-hmm. he wanted it to be about him being a scientist and helping people helping the yeah. world so he makes a deal with shield where they'll give him all the resources he needs they'll give him lab assistance his own workspace like everything so that he can invent and create in exchange Shield gets to weaponize the Hulk when they need him, so they get to basically just drop Bruce Banner into crazy situations, and the Hulk is armored up, like like he has armor that like grows and shrinks with Bruce Banner when he changes. Oh, that's cute. So it's this awesome look of like the why does the Hulk need armor? What's <laughs> happening? But it's just like it augments everything, and it also protects Bruce Banner when he's doing like when he's in between. Um, that's what it reminded me of, but. We won't know until we see it. But the fact that the Hulk, I like that we're at least going to address whatever's going on with Bruce and the Hulk and that like, no moment. Oh, that
2: was so good. Yeah, I'm just reliving all those moments. All those happy (laughs) moments from Infinity War. So maybe we, so
1: yeah, it'll be fun if we can get to see Bruce and the Hulk have to work it out.
2: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, that would be interesting to see, especially with how much we did get a peek of that. In yeah. Infinity War, um, I know a lot of people in the chat are divided, but people are kind of liking Professor Hulk, and they ah, like Hulk talking know. and being like coherent, you know. Uh,
1: I, as much as the like, uh, the, like the plot line where like extremists gave like H- like the Hulk like super intelligence and all that was like an interesting one, it's not one I necessarily want to see on screen anytime soon.
2: Let us know in the comments <laughs> down below. What yeah. do you want to see?
1: Um, all right, moving forward, let's jump over to Fox, which is only uh, yeah. Spoilers down.
0: <laughs> it was really stressful.
2: Being yeah, um, I know the red, the red really red, just red makes alert you feel was like, really, really bad. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, let's. So jumping into Fox, Deadpool three, according to Ryan Reynolds, who was doing some some press stuff in uh, I think he was in China, um, but. Uh, who was it that was talking to uh, this is according to comicbook.com. I think via variety. Um, Ryan Reynolds had said that his team was already at work on Deadpool 3. So it's already in development. Um, whether that means um, X-Force or Deadpool 3, I don't know. It didn't really yeah. they didn't really qualify they didn't really qualify it. But he's what well, he say, what he did say apparently is that it's going to it's looking like they're going to go in a completely different direction. And the quote is that Uh, Often they reboot or change a character, maybe like four movies too late. So what he's saying is that like what his what they've done with Deadpool so far is good. Yeah. But rather than like keep doing it until it gets stale and then changing something, he's just like, why don't we just make those changes right away and give Mm -hmm. people something fresh right away on the third one.
2: Uh, so what does that mean exactly? I don't
1: I, know what they mean by it in, a, in a completely different way. Maybe it means him as a supporting character. If it's if it's more of an X Force thing, where like
2: Domino's right here, and then he's just like by the side.
1: But like Deadpool is is great in comics when he's like a when he pops up in random yeah. things. Like I I he pops up in like Hulk stories or he pops up in Spider Man stories. Like I mean not, and not just when the Spider Man Deadpool run that's been going on recently but like he just will pop up and like add a a touch of like absurdity to whatever's happening
0: yeah I think whatever they do with him it'll still be the same spirit of the first two movies it'll be that irreverent super violent really funny take on things but I think that there's so many different directions they can go where yeah maybe maybe he is like a professor X type to X force you know something like that because he's you know he's been around the block a few times so there's so many different things you can do and uh, I, I don't know. I enjoyed both of the first two films. And uh, I think Ryan Reynolds is, is great as Deadpool. So whatever they're up for, I'll be there on opening weekend. Mm-hmm. You got,
1: so you got a romantic, like the, the framework that they went with was a romantic movie for, for the first one. Right. A family film for the second <laughs> for one. Sure. Um, and then so like what sort of like kind of genre do they start with and then build out from for this next one? I don't know. I, Deadpool doesn't lend itself to horror. Well, um, I don't know. I mean, have you seen well, him with but his not, mask off? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, what? He's not handsome. He's but like, you're not handsome. beautiful. You could, but like,
1: so I guess you could do that. You could do something like Cabin in the Woods like to sort of like play with genre. Because oh, yeah. I, I do love that movie. Me too. Um, but like, I'm not sure what... like. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what Mm -hmm. they could do with with Deadpool 3 to make it feel very different without, like, obviously betraying the basics of the character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Or it could just be a true team-up movie. Yeah. Like, there is that theory, and I I think it's a good one, that a Deadpool-Wolverine team-up movie to launch a new actor for Wolverine is the smartest way to do it. Because it lets you be meta about the commentary, so like it's, but it's, so it smooths that transition, and then you just drop Wolverine into whatever the hell he's doing. We already we don't need an origin for him. You, no, please, we've no. done it more no than more, enough times. No more Wolverine origins. But you can We're just good. then you can just drop Wolverine yeah. into whatever X Men story you're gonna do without feeling like, well, who's this guy? Yeah, it's not Hugh Jackman. Well, yeah, because we already had an adventure with him. We got to ease in because we had Ryan Reynolds Deadpool helping us. It, it would be a smart play in this world where the mutants are going to have to find their way into Disney's universe, one way or another.
2: So we've got uh, Bob B <laughs> saying, what about Team Dramedy? And then we've got Mark
1: <laughs> Mark,
2: and Byron saying, what about a parody? I mean, this is a parody now. Oh, kind but of? I know what he's saying. So, so, like, so yeah. sort of
1: like the, um, the Deadpool Illustrated oh, stories okay. where Deadpool... Okay. Be gets like they do Moby Dick, but with Deadpool in it, like dropping I mean, into those stories. Like pretty
0: amazing that that would be um, guys, that would be hilarious
1: if they actually did that on film. Or if they did, what if this is how they wrap up all the Deadpool all the Fox X Men movies? What if they do Deadpool kills the Fox universe and it's just Deadpool mercy killing everyone from the Fox X Men universe? I mean, For two hours. It's just like everyone that's ever been in X-Men trying to stop Deadpool, and they can't. And then Mickey Mouse comes in at the end and is like, don't worry, I'll take it from here. Oh. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. and, I, and Deadpool's smart enough to not kill the new boss. He's not going to shoot Mickey. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know that we won't get
1: that, but I want it now. We
2: actually, we don't know. Because you know how we got that little peek of Ryan Reynolds. And like seeing all of you know like Green Lantern and all of those projects that he was not so happy about, yeah. proud about, maybe.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure that Ryan Reynolds would be up for it. I don't think that Disney would be up for yeah. it.
2: Yeah, um,
1: speaking of things that the Fox Barry Fox may not be happening, New Mutants may or may not be coming to theaters now. Yeah, um, this is like a grain of salt theory because it comes from the podcast Merc with a podcast. Um, we don't know where sources are, but tons of people have picked it up, so I felt like it was worth bringing up. But Scott Bechtel claims that he heard that uh, Fox and uh, Boone, the, the director, cannot agree on a final cut, and there's a lot of back and forth, and they, they might push it again that from sucks. its release date in the fall. And they might, Fox might just be like, you know what? Forget it. Hulu. We can save on distribution and mar and PA and like just throw it up on Hulu, drive subscriptions there. At this point, it's Fox and Disney. Disney may not even want it to be in theaters because that'll help it like distinguish from being a, a Marvel cinematic universe versus not film after the deal eventually like finally goes through. Um yeah, it sort of work it sort of makes sense.
2: I think it's interesting because it's like, how many of us here have access to Hulu? Me. -hmm. Okay, so I would say it's up there with Netflix. So having that idea of instead of it going to theaters, going straight to Netflix, it's not not too far off. It would drive subscriptions. Yeah, but would people be like, oh, it's not even good for theaters. So then they wouldn't even watch it.
1: Oh, absolutely, you would do that. But you can spend six bucks... I think they just lowered it to six bucks for the The ad-supported versions, and as many people as you want to watch New Mutants can watch New Mutants. Mm -hmm. Instead of taking the whole family out to go see and spending eighteen dollars a ticket, now six dollars for everyone to watch it. I, you, I could see a lot of people subscribing. On just for that and then they keep the subscription because mm-hmm. they find other things that's that's it, how you drive it their, could ultimately
0: help the movie because you know I mean how many people saw a Bird Box just because it was in their house you know I did yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and if I had to go out and see that movie I certainly wouldn't have. there's so many other options um, I think it makes sense I'm just disappointed because I love the New Mutants characters so much like the especially the original team the pre X-Force New Mutants uh, I was excited to see them on the big screen And I think that uh, however they've mishandled uh, this property, it's very disappointing. Rumors were that it was going to be a horror movie, which I thought was great. Let's take a chance at another genre like we were talking about, about Deadpool. I'd love there to be a horror movie, an all-out horror movie that's a superhero movie. There are storylines from the New Mutants universe that would have worked, specifically Demon Bear, which I thought we were going to get. And now I don't know what this thing is going to be. So uh, I just hope we get to see it at all. But yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, all indications are that there's there's a lot of trouble with we it. We
1: will see a version, but yeah. it's just a question of what. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Before we get into TV time, we have a new segment coming to the show and we have an announcement about it that's not from me. No. Um, no. I, I, I think it's from a friend of the show that we haven't heard from in a while. Doom himself is here to tell us about his new segment, Doom. Let's go to the Doom's Conspiracy Minute. Very nice choice of music,
2: Doom.
0: Welcome, all of lives, to the very film.
1: Most impressive, most mystical, most absolutely insane theories
0: that the fans of Marvel have come up with. The this spider field where there are two universes close to anything. We're really we seeing Professor Moe in the next movie, the and the
1: Thank you, Doom. I think you have to mix your music down a little bit for broadcast. Uh, I'll convey that message to him. Uh, (laughs) Look, the technology
0: in Latveria is not what we have here, so uh, we'll have to send him an edit bay. (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, so every week uh, we're going to have Doom is going to give us His his take on one of the the insane like whatever the most insane theories are out there, and you guys can also submit your crazy theories for Doom to talk about. You can send those to us either directly to to our Twitter's or just tweet at Marvel News PTN. Uh, Use the hashtag Doom Conspiracy, which I just came up with right (laughs) now. But that's a good way for us to track it. Doom Conspiracy. and we'll uh, we'll keep track of those theories, and Doom is going to talk about one a week. Uh, um, and yeah, it's going to be a fun fun segment. I think it'll <laughs> be great <laughs> to, to check in with Doom. I always yeah.
0: worry about him. You yeah, know, yeah. how's he doing? Yeah. Is he thinking of us? You know, so yeah. yeah to, to
1: those of yes. you who saying, yes, even Popcorn Talk says Doom needs a better mic. <laughs> uh, I'll talk to him and post a a version with lower music. Later in the week, check uh, at Marvel News. Only,
0: only if Doom permits. You know, don't just assume you can go in and change his music. Yeah, make sure that Doom signs off on it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll check. I'll check with the (laughs) Latvian embassy. Make sure Doom's okay with it. Uh, Let's. Okay, TV time. Marvel movie news. We're talking TV time. You gotta do the air guitar. Is that, is are you sad because it's your last air guitar? Yeah. Oh no. Don't <laughs> worry, we'll okay, air, guitar do air guitar for you. Um yeah. all right, there is one thing on the agenda for Marvel uh TV time today. Punisher. Whoa. Spoiler-free talk. I haven't even finished the series because there's not enough time. And I assume that a lot of people at home haven't either. So I don't I didn't want to have to force anybody to rush through and catch up. Take your time. Enjoy the show. Yeah. But Wherever you guys are, how are you enjoying the Punisher so far, season two?
0: Ladies first.
2: Oh, thank you. Uh, I think it's it's cool. I
1: how many episodes in are you? Three. Okay, and
2: that's a great. Half.
1: Actually, let's see. So three and a half.
0: I am uh, through six uh, because uh, I do the uh, Punisher After Show for our sister network after Buzz TV. In about an hour after this show ends, we'll be doing uh, episodes four, five, and six. That'll be Z and myself, so uh, you'll be able yeah. to find us over there. I'm that's not, that's yeah. why I'm only at six, though. I yeah. I feel like I would have actually watched more if I weren't stopping for the after show.
1: I am also at that point. Yeah. It was mainly because I was working absurd hours this <laughs> right. week. I had like a bunch of like field shoots to do, and like yeah. It, but I found enough time to get six episodes yeah. in. Um. I want to know what you guys think of it so far. Uh, Christian, you, or, you've already had time to talk about it. So while Amy yeah, and I think... Oh, sure. Tell us what you're thinking.
0: Uh, I am I'm really enjoying it. I kind of like how it starts off and we're getting Frank. He's not even in a happy place. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just in a better place than he was at the end of season one. You feel like as close to happy as he can be. I like that that's where it started from. Uh, I do find as the story picks up and he gets caught up in that whole situation... Uh, keeping it vague, uh, I find that sequence in the first episode, the fight that he gets dragged into, was one of the best Marvel fight, especially on television, one of the best fight scenes I've seen in a long time. And uh, episode three is a personal favorite. I just really like that story. I, it just didn't go where I expected it to, and it was a great character study. And uh, we're getting a lot of character development out of Frank this year, and I'm enjoying that a lot.
1: Yeah, I think that he... like. And that's important. Like I think that Frank's story, like his especially his emotional story, is the best part of this season so Mm -hmm. far. Um, I don't think it's as strong as season one, at least so far. As I said, I'm only six episodes in. There's still seven more to go. Yeah. But season one right now was a lot stronger. Frank's story is is good, but I'm having trouble connecting to our villains. Yes. And, And like not in a like I need to like be on their side but like mm-hmm. in a way i'm just like i don't i don't buy them yet yeah i'm I finding, want...
0: i'm finding them interesting but uh it's it's moving along a little too deliberately for me i kind of want to see you know a big showdown that we haven't seen yeah yet,
1: i mean know? netflix the the pinnacles of the netflix <clears throat> villains that like you have you have to compete with are like kingpin and Kilgrave. Yeah. Are, and those two were able to be super threatening and scary. And and like I was it like both the combination of both afraid and worried about them as their villains, like right away. Kingpin had the uh, had the added help of being more established in my mind, mm-hmm. Kilgrave, but like I and I knew who Kilgrave was, obviously, but so quickly and like without even being on screen, you're afraid of that guy. Yeah. I'm not really even that we have like Billy Russo involved like that's no secret but like Billy Russo's in this season um as Jigsaw um this is all new like no that I don't think yeah.
0: anybody's surprised but, to hear that but we yeah. can
1: take a look at, at this image that I pulled and like you meet, you see his his mask early on and without and like no heavy spoilers here but like we don't really get it explained quickly yeah and it looks so weird yeah and it like yeah the mask evokes jigsaw Jigsaw. from the comics like you can see where they like are mapping that yeah but his face doesn't feel that way and that was always the thing with him is he was supposed to have like been like so hurt that like it would change him forever and it uh,
0: and, and the way that ends in season one you just figure like well of course they did that to his face because he's gonna look like that so it's a little it is a little bit of a letdown uh visually and then also just the you know the characters kind of plotting through uh the first six that I've seen anyway so uh you know I'm I'm hoping to be rewarded in the second half of the season yeah sorry, Amy what are you Amy. thinking
2: it looks like marble with a little bit of like Dalmatians kind of a look. <laughs> and I'm not sure how to feel about it. Uh, yeah, this is this is one of those shows that I know someone in the chat mentioned it. Mark Ballam, I think it was. It said that you, kinda have, you have to be in a certain kind of mood to watch it, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I do love all the violence. I'm a fan of it. Um, I know people right would be surprised to hear that. But, yeah, I, I think that, that keeps your attention there because it's like oh yeah like punch him you heard it and I I love that um but yeah I kind of agree I'm I'm trying to make up my mind whether I like this one more than the first season a lot of people in the chat earlier were saying that yes they do prefer the second season but as we kept talking people are still a little bit not sure so let's keep watching it and then we'll see how we feel at the end
1: yeah I'm very curious because season one for me I, uh, like, I've, I've said this before, but season one was, I think, a very high quality show. Yeah. I think it was g- very well written. It, d- it tells a lot to, to like talk about issues that I, and I really appreciated. It wasn't for me, necessarily. Yeah. It's not that I didn't like it. It just wasn't something that I want that I needed. But that's not a bad thing. I don't love every show on television yeah. that's good. I thought it was a great season. It wasn't the thing that I necessarily but you're wanted more excited about
0: a character like Daredevil just in terms of that in universe. terms
1: of like Dare well not even necessarily but like Daredevil like I, I like Jessica Jones sure. I like for me when I read comics I like more I like tend to like the more out there stuff yeah. that like uses reality in, in its fantasy the Punisher was just very grounded dark like this is real life and that's what it felt like and that just wasn't what I was looking for in a show but that but that didn't make it bad it was mm-hmm. great for that. Um, this season is more towards comic books. It feels very heavy on like the fight scenes feel beyond realistic. Yeah, in a way that like yeah, the first season the fight scene like the first and Daredevil I think with beyond just the powers the fights always feel like real mm-hmm. like this is what would happen. The Punisher season two feels a little more elevated reality mm-hmm. where it's like that's not really how that would go doesn't feel down in the dirt the same way um still very violent yeah. um, for people who want that but it's like core it's clearly a tv show it's clearly choreographed as opposed to like the times where it feels hard and like this could happen down the street though mm-hmm. that kind of difference but they're still really well put together and like Really, a hard looking like you're just like, oh, yeah. Amy's all about this. I'm over here just like, oh god, <laughs> you big what baby. Yeah.
2: yeah, and I know Zia also really yeah. loves the Punisher. Apparently,
1: I'm the the like the the, the scaredy cat.
2: You are. It's okay. It's
1: There's okay. a lot of things to be afraid of, but don't worry. Frank will
0: hold your hand and take you through it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna you know, take <clears throat> you through.
2: It.
1: <clears throat>
0: That's my favorite. Every time that he, <clears throat> you know, it's a good scene when <laughs> Frank does that.
1: Um, but yeah, so uh, we're, next week we'll be talking about it more in depth. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll all have caught up by then and finish the show, and like we'll be able to talk to you about The Punisher in full. So if you, you have another week to finish the show before we talk spoilers uh, for Punisher, um, any final thoughts, guys, on Punisher or anything else from today? Uh, you can as I said you can uh, see us talk
0: about it on the Punisher after show on After Buzz TV and on Marvel TV weekly also on After Buzz TV Uh, you can find those uh, via me yeah I'm I'm on both of those
1: with Zia Amy that means it's the end of the show Yeah, Amy. It's been so nice working with you. I know we our time over only overlapped for a little bit. Yeah, but it's you've been a wonderful host on this show. We're sorry to see you go, but we know it's for good things. Yes. So we wish you only the best. Thank do you me. want to say? Do you have any any parting words? for Yes. Us?
2: Bye. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to say that you guys have you know mostly been very very welcoming in the chat in the comments um but yeah just you know like keep supporting these guys keep supporting zia i know some of you guys don't really know her that well but she's fantastic she's a big comic book nerd so i'm excited for you guys to keep watching the show Um, Yeah, I mean, I started and I was like, comics. Yeah, these are cool. And now like I know more stuff about comic books and it's exciting. Um, I like I said earlier, I will still be on the Popcorn Talk Network on Box Office Breakdown and on After Buzz for Netflix picks. So just follow me. Um, I think with a lot of people, it's just like, yeah, you know, we, we we support you. You support us. And by doing that, you're really just watching our stuff. That's really all that we um, want from you guys. So, just follow me everywhere. Um, this is great. It's it's a little bit where, surreal. Where do they follow you uh, everywhere. Just just at, follow me. At, no, it's okay. No, just okay. Follow, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> at Amy Cassandra MTZ. Thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, I really appreciate everything you guys. All the positivity, I would say, that you guys just really transfer to us here. So yeah. Well, Thanks, I take it I take it personally <laughs> that
0: I'm on a show with you and you immediately leave. But anyway, I'll miss you. you. Yeah, I know <laughs> that's a real reason. For. But uh, I'll follow Amy as well. Yeah, you're already
2: following me. I, I'm going to
0: continue to follow. Good. You. Thank I'm not going to unfollow you Support. just because you're leaving the show.
2: I'll and you can you. follow
0: me at Christian DMZ Twitter and Instagram.
1: You'll find all the things that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Uh, I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter, and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Uh, you can also uh, catch me on my my own podcast called Ships in the Night, where we take uh, ridiculous ships and just decide like of characters who do not belong <laughs> together. And then we get weird and romantic with it. Actually, the next episode is going to be with Zia so Anderson, sad. and oh boy, does it get strange? So let's just—I'll tease you with. Niles Crane and Jody Whittaker's Doctor, <laughs> and it's weirder than you think it would go. All driven by Zia, trust me. Uh, you can find that all over the internet at Ships in the Night. Um, yeah, this that's gonna do it. Uh, Amy, once again, Yay! we'll see you soon.
2: Yes, the best
1: Thanks. onwards and Bye. upwards, and we'll be back with me, Christian, and Zia, and Doom correspondent starting next week. This has been Marvel Movie News. Thanks for geeking out with us. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners
2: or principals.